Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. everybody, and welcome once again to Courtside with Joe Morelli. Joe Morelli, the head high school basketball beat writer for GameTimeCT.com, and an all-around just great guy. He came in on his day off to, to talk a little hoops because it's a great time of season. It is the postseason. I am fired up. I'm ready to uh, go. What's up, Joseph? I'm, I'm getting there. It's, it is a great time what of year. We're getting there. We're here. And we like to have it at the same, try to have the podcast at the same time every week. Although in a couple of weeks, I think we're going to probably try to move it back a day for the beginning of the state tournament with predictions and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's a great time of year. Um, the regular season is a long. I enjoy it. It hasn't been a too bad a winter for the weather's sake. A lot of games have been the thing is, usually a lot of times, you and I know we've been in this business a long time. We have a lot of backlog of games. Uh, Tournaments get moved back. A lot of games got played on time, and um, and we're going to get ready to go. It should be a fun time of year uh, as we start, I think, tonight with some uh, play down yeah. games. ECC, ECC. and, and uh, so on. So the SEC is set, and uh, so it should be fun. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. We look Saturday's the big day, just like girls was last Saturday. Saturday is always a big day because you got games all over the place, and you work at Command Central. I'll mm-hmm. be at the SECs at Brantford. I might a, go there, which is a stone's throw from my house. Which I might go nice. to CCCs. What do you think? Yeah, um, where are they? Is that Buckley? I believe it. I believe so. Okay, somewhere around there. Well, like I said, you have time to make that decision. Right. So, um, <laughs> got to expand the reach. Yes, but right, the game time reach. But no, it's it's fun time of year to, to keep. Re- I love yourself, it. But we got your Morelli's predictions every night. We got yeah, Scott doing we're it gonna for the do girls. That. We've been. I've been doing those league predictions every. before game time. See, wow. now used to be the. I, I just thought of it because think about getting hits on the blog. And that guy at the most hits because it's bulletin board material. So yeah. even if you're just picking, I would pick the result of every single league tournament game for the most part right. within reason. When you have like uh, Ellington and like, you know, Grandview. Yeah, I, I, teams I haven't seen and you're picking a game. Yelling down your three, screaming yeah, down your Yeah, that's okay. That's, what that's, do you that's, mean? that's fine. That's the whole idea. That you're going to make mistakes and you're going to pick wrong games. But for the most part, I'm well over 500, so. Right. Um, so what do we got? Like, well, sorry. Well, well, let's, well, let's look at the top. Let's go through the top ten really quickly as we say. came out in today's register and on Game Time CT last night. Um, Sacred Heart is still number one, but the gap has closed. Uh, I think people, including myself, I flipped for the first time. I voted East Captain number one this really? week. Um, something I normally don't do, as you know, I don't go. T- no, you norm. don't. You don't switch on the dime like don't, that. I think when you go in. 
win at Windsor by 22 in a game that wasn't competitive in the second half, in the fourth quarter, I should say. <clears throat> and you've won at Bassick, and you won at East Hartford in three consecutive Fridays. I think you've earned the right to at least be number one, especially when you're undefeated. Now, Sacred Heart's only loss is out of state. Right. And they've been missing Nate Tabor, who's been suspended twice. The, the junior guard was verbally committed to St. John's. So, uh, and with him, they're great. Without him, they're not the same team. So, depending, I understand he'll be back tonight for the season finale against Torrington. Um, but those are the best two teams. Basic is a step below at number three, playing their non-conference schedule. They're not in a league tournament, obviously. They're an independent. Um, are they not doing that? I know Reggie, we talk, when we talked to Reggie a few I don't know, a month ago now. But by the way, this is the 10th episode of Joe Morales, but just, just saying. <laughs> anyway, Reggie, yeah, refer- we know oh, we talked oh, to Reggie. They, they usually have that like independent tournament. That, yeah. That, I, I, I think, I don't know if they're not this year. I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. Uh, that. well they beat, they beat Weaver already and they're, they, they play Harding, I think next week, I believe it is. So, cause Harding also an independent. So they'll play each other next week. That'll be the last game for both teams. And, um, and Bernie will have his guys ready. Um, Notre Dame dropped them three to four this week. Uh, we could get into their name in a minute because they lost their first game at Wilbur Cross at, in the season finale in overtime. Warford, your top seed in the ECC Division One tournament at number five. Windsor fell to six. Probably a good spot for them after losing like they did to uh, East Catholic. Cromwell at seven. And um, Barnburner last night covered by our Paul Jerry. Uh, they won at home to have John Panone's first undefeated regular season. Wow. At Cromwell or I think East Granby, uh, about ten years ago they were nineteen and zero, mm-hmm. and they lost to Hyde, then Hyde, in New Haven. I mean, like he said, and he, and he said it as much. Right. It doesn't matter what you do now; it matters what you do in March. Correct. Yeah, he said. And he like, even yeah, said last don't... week on the podcast he's not the number eight team, so he must not think he's the number seven team. In the no. state. But, anyway, <laughs> but regardless, that's, I thought that. But, that's, but it, it, as the voters are having trouble because a lot of teams are losing, it's kind of hard to figure out. You you vote in five or six lost teams, like the hockey poll. You vote in teams in that are three and ten. I mean, it's, it's it gets kind of hard. You want to give teams that reward teams on good seasons, and again, so. And Manchester 8, two of their losses to East Catholic. They lost by 30 on Saturday. Oof. So East Catholic goes and wins at Windsor and then buries Manchester. Glastonbury at 9. They've had a very good year. They've won 10 straight games. And Wilmogo, your Berkshire League champion, your top seed in the Berkshire League, your top seed in the Division Three tournament at number 10. A well, solid no. top 10 and Trumbull just on the outside looking in. And they got a big game against Danbury. On Wednesday, right. Wilton's still in the mix for uh, could be a three-way tie for well, the FCAC right. title. I, mean, I don't know how the tiebreaker works. Maybe you remember, but because uh, Wilton's beating Trumbull and Trumbull, and Danbury would have beaten Trumbull, so Trumbull would probably be out. And it comes down to Wilton Danbury. I, I'm guessing. I don't know this. And Danbury, I think would be. Yeah, I think that's breaker. how they do that. How they how they do against each, each other. other, and then once you break the first tie, it it goes to how the head to head went. I'm going to go up my soapbox just for a minute. I know Sean and I laughed about this, and I went on Twitter rant on Saturday. The Fairchester League, we don't give this a lot of love in our show, and it's not CIAC affiliated, and a lot of people don't care. But Hammond Hall and St. Luke's are two very good teams. They're the best two teams. They won on each other's court. In this day and age, to have a coin flip decide <laughs> home court advantage. Oh, my God. Home court advantage <sighs> for the finals. Seems very unfair. Now, you'd say, Joe, how do you break the tie otherwise? I don't have the answer, 
there's got to be some kind of difference, point differential, something, play an extra game, anything, to have a coin flip determine a final, well, Hammond Hall is going to St. Luke's. And I wouldn't care if Hammond Hall, I'd say the same thing. So I just think it's not right. I mean, hey, listen, they're, they're big boys. They'll have a great game where if the game's in New Canaan, and I know I'm bypassing all the other teams, but to me, those that's your final on Saturday. I don't think it, Green Farms is going to be in it. So I just think it's wrong. Can you imagine if the SEC, the CCC, Sean, <laughs> let's, do, let's do a coin flip. It's the last – it's in the Bible House. I and believe it's the Cross. last option. It's the last option. Yeah, it should always be the last option. Yeah, not the first – not the no, only option. Not the Not, the not in 2019. No. I don't. Get I mean, it. I wouldn't care if it was a neutral site. I wouldn't care, but it's a home. It's just, you got to get on a bus and go because of a coin flip. Right, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Sorry. Uh, there are ways to do this. Um, I gather just by just what I've seen in football, how, how the prep schools operate. They they just kind of do what like they an want. After, yeah, it's just kind of an afterthought. Uh, and we'll just flip a coin. No, we don't care. You know, for yeah, I'm you know, sure I, I'm sure deep down, Hammond Hall doesn't care, but. If you go and lose, like, you it's know, not your place instead of their place. If they have all these great players, I mean, that, that Hamden Hall team is an all-star team. Sure, it is. You, have, got, you got three posts. It's like the SEC all-star team. Yes. You know? and, and, and St. Luke's has got a couple postgrads, and they got some great players. They, yeah. They're, they're really But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I, I, for everything, the, the, the prep schools, like, they play in their own, gen, you know, for the championship, they – I wish they played in. I wish they had one site for it. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing big about anything they do, really. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying right. is, I, I you know, agree. there's just not. There's like that's why I always kind of look at some of these. I'm like, why? Why would you give up the opportunity to play like a tournament against all like the regional teams and and then uh, go to, well, have a chance to go to Mohegan Sun and blah blah blah. Maybe there's not as much interest. I maybe maybe yeah maybe we're we're yeah maybe what we're doing is wrong. No, I think the CIAC is more interest, even though the game, the game. Listen, those two teams can beat most teams in the CIAC. I'm sorry, oh, they, they, they I could, would totally agree, if not all of them, I mean, because well, they got they got three post grads in the hall. Yeah, I mean, even let's take that out of it. You have but Jackson, you? Yeah. huh? Bob no, I'm just let's okay. take the post grad. Let's just talk about the players. Sure. Like let's let's pretend this is last year, right? I mean, when they were quote unquote seniors, right? Right. Um, you know, you have Trey Breeland. Yep. It was awesome at Hill House, right. all state, like two years in a row, right? Yep. You have uh, Christian J- Adams, Christian Adams, who was tremendous, and and Jackson Benini from. Well, from, he wasn't on the team last year, but now. But he no, is. he's here now. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and what's his name from um, Notre Dame West Haven? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Dawson. Yeah, Timmy Dawson. I mean, it's yeah. just you know, it's the SEC twenty eighteen All Star team. Notre Dame's got Charles Clemens' kid, and they got. Yeah. Kid Gavin Green, and they got a freshman and a sophomore getting looked at by Big East I, schools. I, I this is what I'm saying. I feel like prep schools could really, really make a bigger deal of this stuff. Yes, by playing a tournament like, you know, I don't know, they got money played at Quinnipiac or played at Yale or, you know, the Nepsack. They just but the Nepsack's always it's always been, and they're gonna probably be like, well, we're more, you know. School first and blah blah blah. And, okay, but they don't make a big deal out of this stuff, really. They play their football championships like the day of Yale Harvard, and they play it at a. But home But they want s- the coverage. Yeah, so well, they play they, kinda... they play it at a home site, and I know you're all over New England. You got teams in like Maine, as far as you know, New Hampshire and Maine. But 
but there's no like it doesn't feel like a championship it's like all right well here's a bowl game we're gonna play it at wherever this school is because of this and they play on the championship saturday of the fall season the football right Right, which is fine i mean but they don't make a big i'm just saying they don't make a big deal out of their tournaments and so maybe we shouldn't Maybe we shouldn't. If you're going to decide your tournament's top seed by a coin flip, like that just shows you how little they care about it. You know, it's all they just did that a- in AD's meeting on <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And this is nothing. And, and you I, can't I, go the guy through the standings. Uh, Rocco DeMeo, who happened to be flipping the coin in charge, who's a friend of mine. Yeah, I, I have Rocco's a like Rocco. Guy. I play golf with him. I don't care. He's a good man. Yeah. All these guys are good people. It's nothing personal. Yeah, it's nothing personal. This is not personal. It just seems ridiculous. But. That you gotta go get up on a bus based on the all the That's best all. kids are going to prep schools now. I mean, yes. look at the S- S- uh, the CIAC. I mean, you look at the SEC. Um, Twelve guys over the last two yeah, years. Yeah, so we had you Jason know, Shea on I just feel like they could they would do themselves a real right. service by making a bigger deal out of this stuff. All right, but back to uh, speak. No, speaking of Notre Dame, right? Um, oh yeah, big big little yeah, fracas at the season I, finale. I, I, and I have to say, nice job by Mike Madeira. I thought got a good video. Last night I looked at over 6,000 views uh, on yeah. between our site. And, and to be honest with you, I th- I wrote about it today. There are people wondering, and maybe the Newington-Rocky Hill fight from last week, the same thing. I wasn't there for either one. But if you leave the bench, you could be ejected. Right. Here we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. If you have, which I was the... And there looked like there were a lot of kids on the court. Yes. Now, obviously, the starters and Connor Reigns, who was injured in the game, was not on did not was not on the court. So any starters would not obviously have um, had not have an issue. But here's the rule, and I didn't and I include this in, in my story today. It's on page 92 of the CIAC handbook under the disqualification criteria, and it states in bold letters. Any CIAC team that accumulates five or more disqualifications during the regular season, including the league's tournament, will be barred from CIAC postseason competition. Which I did not know. I was I did shocked. Not know. Based on that rule, based on what we saw in the videos, Wilbur Cross and Notre Dame State will not be in the state tournament if the referees decided they wanted to apply that rule. Hmm. They took the better part of valor, decided that one more guy on the fl- was on the floor from Notre Dame, Shot two technicals, and I understand they both were missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one guy, and one kid is ejected. I forget his name. And uh, he wasn't any of anybody. No, like, I'm just trying to remember his name. And I don't think I did. I write it. I thought I did. I don't even remember his name, but he's oh yeah, Ben Bengali Sharif. Right. Forgive me if I pronounced it wrong. He's got to sit Saturday. Okay. So he can't play for Notre Dame against whoever. This is the quarterfinals. Yeah. Yes, quarterfinals because Notre Dame and Cross both got buys in two yep. Saturday's quarterfinals. Now listen, people will say, "Well, they all left. They should all get ejected." Well, okay, that's the rule. But you can also you, the referees can decide it wasn't a fight right then and there, and they huddle together. Do they want to make that move? And I mean, if if haymakers were thrown and it got really out of hand, I could see it. But they made that decision, and that's up. Hey, listen, it's up to the people watching. Do you think he should have gotten ejected? I and, don't know. I mean, I, what do you think? Do you think they should is, be in the tournament? This is a thing that, as long as I've been covering high school sports in Connecticut, has happened often, where referees they don't want to be the, the bad guys. They don't want to be the bad guys. They don't want to ruin two team season. Two team season 
even though the rules basically they would be justified in, in making the tough decisions. And we've seen it with coach ejections, we've seen it with player ejections, where they get ejected. You see they get ejected, and then you turn around, and then everyone's like, "No, no, no, they're fine," and because their name didn't get written in a book or something like that, and they they and you're like, "Well, wait a minute, I saw him leave." They t- pointed to the dugout or they pointed to the bench and said, "Sit," and then the coach would be like, "Well." Uh, they t- said, take him out or we're going to throw him out. That's what they say. And I'm like, I saw him go- get thrown out. Like our, our pal Ray Kern was constantly against this. We would see coaches get thrown out. We would see players get thrown out. And it was like during a tournament or something like that, it turned into a mess. Uh, you know, at some point you got to say like, well, what's the, what's the rule? What's the point of having a rule if so A happens, the criteria happens and you don't make the decision. Now, I'm kind of on the. Fa- I mean, I agree with you based on the, well, the based on what you saw. Do you think the, that- the worst thing that could have happened? And I, I, you know, I think the referees did a good job with this. Listen, this things get heated. Kids get the kids. You know, do we want to punish everybody? And it was. I mean, and what ruin Mike a season. Said, temp- you can see it was start. It was escalating between the parents and right. And Madera, who was there, said it had been building all game long. Right. And I think the referees erred in that sense. If that's the case, they should have nipped that. You got so you got to nip that in the bud. You would you would think you try. I, I talked and to maybe the tournaments and asked him because he was there. He's the head of. Mm-hmm. He said they didn't match for the job. He's going to defend his people, and I, yeah. and I completely understand Which is that. Fine. And then he also spoke highly of the New Haven security, and we saw in the video they were on yeah, the floor okay. immediately. Yep. And um, it's just, I'm, it's glad just, they, I'm glad they didn't throw these two teams out. Of the no, team. well, that's because the thing. They, this would have made what happened to Trey Breland. Oh in, my God! It would have been the complaints about him not being able to play in the state final. Can you imagine if these two teams did not make the, the cry from oh my the city of New Haven and from Notre Dame? If these two teams are not allowed in Division One, right, and that's the problem. I mean, now it's like I think everyone wants some fairness and reason, you know, reason, and not this hard line. We saw it with the Trey Breland thing. You know, did he pick up two T's? Yes, he did. Yes, uh, I went and looked in the book. I took a picture of the book, and the yeah. people were not happy with me about doing well, it. Well, you doing your job, and he did. Listen, he because re- there was a lot of confusion. He over he overreacted right. on the second one. Right? Could they have not teed him up? Probably, yes. That you know, that, that was the issue then. I think that 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 everyone got mad at. It was like they wanted him. To, they wanted the referees in that game to apply with the referees in this game. Yes. Cru- to basically, that. they wanted to use a little discretion and not start throwing. Because as you've said, as we as we all know, and we've seen this at every sport. Once they leave the court, that is it. There That's is it. no or appeal. The There's nothing. And, and as we know, Trey Breland did not play in a state final, which ended up being his last game at Hillhouse because right. he ended up transferring. So he didn't get to play, and they beat East Hartford uh, anyway. Right. I mean, obviously that was a big story. Right, it was. I mean, they they'd played in this championship the year before. Right, but it's just kind of ironic how I ended up turning out. Yeah, I know. I mean, so I'm not like too – I wasn't I wasn't too – I was like, look. I mean, but I did feel bad for him, you know. I mean, he's a good kid. Right. Um, you know, he was, you know, you, you boil, boil over a little bit. He kicked the East Catholic. I think it was there on a rebound or something. He I kicked didn't the East see Catholic exactly kid. what happened. I, was I have a clip of it. Right. And I think we put it out there. But it was the same thing with the Cord- uh, Ryan Cordova thing with East Haven football where right. someone was laying on him. You know, he's sick of it. He doesn't want it. He just made a reactionary move. Now, I think what, what Cordova did, I think what Cordova did is nothing, you know, had was not even near as bad as what, 
Trey did, but I mean, Trey still kicked the can, and so did so did Cordova. So I mean, you can apply it liberally, or you can apply it strict. Um, you know, I, I think that's where you know if if it gets open to interpretation, I think you're opening yourself to a lot of trouble. Yeah. Now let's now let's backtrack. I wrote about Newington and Rocky Hill the week mm-hmm. before. They had a fight, and parents were on the f- people on the floor, just like you look in the video. Yeah. People try to say they were. There are people. If you look in the Mike's video, there are people on the floor other than referees, players, and coaches trying to break it up. Right. Supposedly there were people on the floor. Newington, Rocky Hill. Fourth quarter, Newington's leading. They suspend the game. They restart the following week at four o'clock in the afternoon in front of no fans. Yeah. Just to finish it. Right. And there was one ejection each side. Now again, that's what they determine. Now, if everybody's on the floor. Could they apply the rule and they'd both be out of the postseason? Yes. Yeah. So, I I don't think I don't think the I don't think the CIC I don't think it benefits anybody if that would have been the case. No, I agree. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, uh, but they wouldn't have. There wouldn't have been much of an. I mean, there would have been an argument, I'm sure, by people. But I. But you can't. You know, if they. That's what happened. That's what happened. There, and, and, you know, the letter of the law is the letter of the law. So, I mean, there needs to be some sort of, I mean, I don't know. There needs to be some sort of like. Well, and the other thing, too, is figure something out I've there. asked people in, in referees. I've asked the CIEC because what we do now, video is part of what we do. And they don't see video being a part of helping with objections because you have to have the whole video and the, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you have just a clip, it's not going to work. Being a part yeah, and this it, is this also is not, what? yeah, this isn't, you know, the NBA and NBC or whatever. We're at, we're the, like you, <laughs> you said, know, they don't have Everybody's like, got every view. and Right, you don't, I mean, look, everyone's got a video, but, you know, it, it's not like high-tech stuff. We're, we're not going to exactly. sit there. Although, you know, like it, we look at other sports, I mean, football's t- starting to look at replays for state championship games. So does basketball for a game-winning shot at the buzzer in yeah. the final at Mohegan. So, that's, so. that's the more, the better technology comes. I mean, we're, look, we're doing a podcast 10 years ago. We couldn't have done this. Right. You know, so technology is moving along. And as you see, I think you will see that kind of pervade right. high school sports a little bit more. So Notre Dame is the top seed in the SEC tournament, at least for that. I'm not sure where that they fell in the in the rankings for Division One, which we'll get into more, I think next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting SEC bracket. That's a strange bracket. You take a look at that bracket. Well, here, here, I, I think I know off the top of my head. Let me see if I'm right. And I don't well, have it in front of me, folks. I'm doing it off the top. Of my head. Hey, Notre Dame was. Well, you know old, the top four seeds. Well, uh, Notre Dame, Amity, who I wrote about this week, is two. Cross is three. Law, despite losing the hand in West Haven in consecutive weeks. Is now a four. Stunning. Think about that. Laws your four seed in the SEC. They could have been the two seed. Yeah. That's good for them. Uh, Jimmy Anderson's done a nice job because they had they were like a two two win two and sixty something or four. They're and 60 never something. good. Not for a long time. For thirty about twenty five because well they were good back yeah. when Jim Betts had coached him when I worked at the Milford Citizens. As long as I've been doing this, decent. Law has been a bad, bad basketball. Yes. Program. So. They're the four. So I I don't remember the rest off the top of my head. Five pre- uh, is Hamden. Five is Hamden. The defending champs. Yep. Had a kind and of a wonky they're, season. They are hosting Shelton or Sheehan? Sheehan. Okay. Number 12, Sheehan. There's only All 12 right, so, teams in this. Yes, yeah, so because because Guilford and East Haven and Lyman Hall and North Haven couldn't couldn't get the eight. Could, yeah, get the eight. Um, I know the 8-9 game. Well, that's the intriguing game when 
the Very interesting. Assist, for, Ty Sullivan, his first year at, at West Haven, left Hill House as an assistant to go co- – Left his alma mater to coach West Haven. Done a great job this year, and Hill House is going to them. Going to them, first round game, man. That's that'll be a sellout. There'll be a lot of people at that game. Um, Where's Cheshire? Seven, six, or seven? Six. And they are hosting. Don't know. Shelton. Oh, they're hosting Shelton. Really interesting. I mean, yeah, and then the winner goes to. Well, goes to. The winner plays Wolver Cross in the late game on Saturday. Yep, and then... Um, Cheshire's had a really interesting season. I mean, they beat Hill House twice, right? Or was it... Yeah, right? Or is this... Bleh, I should know this stuff. Hmm. Is that a yes or a no? Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, I was reading something. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Cheshire... <laughs> Didn't Cheshire beat Hill House twice? Or was it... No, or was they, they split. split. I went and it was close the, the second, second game. game. It was overtime. They went to yeah, overtime. I get it, um, so, but like that's it's been a really strange year. Wilbur, I mean, Hill House. Who's the six? Six is Cheshire. Oh, Cheshire. Seven, seven is look at that. How about that? Seven and Fairfield Prep is the seven, and they're hosting and they're hosting Xavier. Xavier. Wow. Look at that. We so the all right. So you look at all the teams that have won SEC championships over the years. Right. They the teams that have won all the SEC championships over the years are all in the first round. There are, none of them have bought, like Notre Dame's never they've never won an SEC championship. Amity. No, they haven't. Right. Law, never. Wilbur Cross has. Wilbur Cross actually has won second most behind Hill House, six, seven to six, I believe. But the rest of it, Hill House, Prep, Xavier, which won a ton, uh, Hamden, which won last year, they are all in the first round of the SEC tournament. So mm. there's a good chance that a lot of the traditional powers are not going to be in the quarterfinals at Brantford on Saturday. Well, here's the interesting thing. Notre Dame's either going to be face Hill House or West Haven, mm-hmm. who they faced already, yeah. on, at 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Oh, I remember when, like, Hill House and Cross had played at, 11, at the, the, oh, yeah. the noon game? The, <laughs> uh, the, the noon game, yeah, when they only had eight teams. And then, um, so that means the 4-5 game is what? The 4-5 game will is be, Law well, the winner, winner of Hand and Sheehan. Oh, God. Yeah. The Law's going to get... <laughs> Poor, I mean, I, I'm interested to see how Law and Edie, Deontay Edie do against that. Because it's going to be Hamden. I'd be shocked if it's not. So what, do you, what, do you, what are we looking at here? What, do you, what are you thinking here? I'm what, looking at. You're well, looking at Notre Dame Hamden in the top first semifinal. Or sorry, the second semifinal. Yes. yes. Who do you see uh, coming out of the out of the bottom of the bracket there? Amity, Cross of the two and the three. Prep, the Prep Xavier winner goes to Amity. I mean, that's. Sorry, not goes to Amity. They, go, yeah. they face Amity on Saturday hmm. at 2.30. And Cross and and then Cross, we get the Cheshire, Cheshire Shelton winner. It looks like I am going to say Cheshire goes to the semis, and dead air. I'm looking. It's Amity <laughs> and, and and who? Amity Cross. Amity Prep Xavier. Amity. Yeah. Amity Cheshire semifinal. Here's here's what and I, nobody would have bet that. I still don't know think it's gonna happen. I'm just saying it off the top of my head. Yeah. Well <laughs> usually like I mean if you have a Amity Cheshire game in New Haven. That you should have, be interesting. You have a bracket like this, usually the cream still rises to the top. Like yeah, can Notre Hill House name, make a run? Can Notre Dame? Yeah, we'll, I, I'm I'm we'll I feel cross, like yeah. Hill House is gonna be Notre, is gonna be playing Notre Dame at eleven o'clock. I mean I don't see Hill I mean, House. Can Hill House win that game? Sure. Absolutely. I don't see Hill House leaving not being in the quarterfinals, I don't see it. 
Well, like I said, they have any, a lot of pride. This, this, and, what you're basically your point being is that not the only anybody can beat anybody, but there's not that much separating these teams. I feel there like really isn't. I feel like Notre Dame cross part three. I feel like that's going to be so. There'll all this, be a lot of security at that game. They'll make sure the, nothing. That's what I feel like. Control. I feel like. I mean, that's probably why people are headed. Yeah, I, I feel, so. I mean, you know, like you saw Wilbur Cross. I, I think that was a, as as you know contentious as that was and unfortunate that situation was. I think that was a nice little prelude, and I think that that would be a tremendous SEC and lost in matchup. and lost and because we haven't discussed it and given give Wilbur Cross their just due. I mean, they got swept by Amory this year. They did split with Hill House. They haven't had the best of years, but they won, and they did, they did what nobody other team has been able to do. They beat Notre Dame. He, Notre Dame came back and forced overtime, but they were able to right the ship and win. So kudos to Cross. Can they continue in the SEC tournament? It's been a long time since they won the SEC mm-hmm. tournament. It's been a while. In fact, I think it, Jimmy. Full, I think it was Jimmy Rounds last year in 08, I believe. So let's find out. So um, uh, the last time that that uh, Wilbur Cross won was 2008. Yep, that's a long time. They dominated this. This tournament in the first. It's, it, no, I think Hill House and Cross share now six he, titles. Right here, here we go. Right, 1995. Now we are now in the 25th year as, uh, yeah, as so the SEC. Bone, who, who won't be listening to this podcast, <laughs> but he'll, I'm sure, get wins. Well, here, here, here's the SEC champions: Xavier at 60. Uh, sorry, Xavier. Xavier in 95. Hill House. Then Xavier again. So Xavier was the early. Then it was Wilbur Cross three years straight: 8, 98, 99, 2000. Then Xavier again. Then career, which had uh, hadn't been that long as a school, right? Uh, by then, if I remember correctly, right? They, but anyway, that, they won in two thousand two. Was that Claxton's year, two thousand two? No, it was um, oh two. I think it might have been uh, Larry's son. Okay, who passed? I think. I think. I think so. Okay. Anyway, Larry Kelly Jr. So I think. Right. So career in two thousand two. Then cross. So cross has got four now. 2004, they won against, and I have five. Yep. Yep. Xavier comes in in 2005. Uh, I think it was Mari Spivet. What's his name? The guy, the kid who went to take Aaron Pat and died in a shooting. Uh, remember, what's his name? Papali? No, uh, oh, Hardy. Chauncey Hardy. Oh, Chauncey Hardy. Right, right. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, one second Hardy had that misfortunate accident. Oh, you, you remember that? Yeah, it was, like, stunning. Uh, but he was I don't know great. Why. As good, a fast a kid end-to-end as I've ever seen in this league. Hmm. He was that good, Chauncey Hardy. So that's Xavier's got one, two, three, four. Xavier has not won championship since two thousand five. Right. Uh, cross. They beat Cross in that one, right? Oh five. No. So 05 they, they in 05, they beat Hamden. That was Hamden's okay. first appearance. Okay. Uh, I think it was, was Lamonte Omers. I want to say. Yeah. Oh six. I know. Throwing, it was I'm Hill just House. throwing names. 06, 07 was Hill House, right? Right. So Wilbur Cross has dominated the first 10 years of the SEC. Okay. They won all their, all, basically all but one of their six championships right. within the first 10 years. Since then, they've only won one in the last 15 years. So, I mean, and then it's been all, basically all Hill House. And there was that era where Fairfield Prep and Hill House were going back and forth. Yep. And Career Great jumped game. in there. Yep. And then you had the Hill House-Notre Dame game. And then Hamden last year with its first hey, title. Hey, this is a league. I mean, it's Notre Dame. They're all chasing Notre Dame, but it's also, why not us? Yeah. Why can't we make the final? If you, yeah, I mean, if you're Jeff Nielsen in Amity, you know, you want to make some noise. I mean, they they've played pretty well. Here's the they've big, been in a couple of finals, and then we mentioned say 01. No, no, I'm sorry, one final 08. And they lost to 07. 07 was it 07? no 08. Oh, they won. They were back to back then. Yep. 08, they got beat by Cross. They got they, beat by Hill House by 18 and 07, and then they got 
destroyed by Cross the next year. That was Cross's last title. North right. Haven with the title. Completely forgot about that. That was Beat the year when Lihal shot three of thirty from three point range at Quinnipiac, and yeah, a great job. That was like that was a um, good job by North Haven. I love I yeah I love uh, I love playing at Quinnipiac. I wish they still did that. I know, I know the logistics, and especially logistics. I don't think the Quinnipiac is really that interested in having it. No, and I, I don't think. Well, you they know, what, you need to start. They want to charge a boatload of money, and if that was if, a, if they can't sell it out, that was a money. that was a star power tournament, yeah. 2017. That was justified. So I, I think mean, New Haven <coughs> Athletic Center. If you get fine. a good matchup, I think if it's crossing Notre Dame, I think people will come out. So we'll see. Yeah, no, that'd be interesting. So I mean, listen, if this is this is my take on this, with Hillhouse sitting there at number nine. Cross has been, you know, up and down. And, I mean, Notre Dame's the only team that really has been the, I don't know, just the most consistently good all season long. It, it, but I'm what I'm saying is I think this this is the tournament with, with Hillhouse down. And I think this is, if, if you're in Amity, this is your year, man. Get it. Get in there. This yeah. is your year to win this tournament because you don't normally win it. You know, usually if you're not a Hillhouse uh, or a, we cross. This is your team. Right. This is your tournament. Well, I think we're going to take a break. Yep. We'll take a little. We'll take a little water break, as they like to say on CT Sports. Now, I like what you know, Mark, <laughs> Mark Robbins says that a lot. But we'll come back uh, with more of the Courtside with Joe Morelli podcast. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season, and sign up for the Whistle newsletter to get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from Game Time CT. Welcome back to the Joe Morelli podcast. We're, uh, no guests this week. No, no, no guests this week. Uh, we're just going to quickly run down the uh, the other uh, tournaments very quickly because we you know we don't want to sit here all day with with no guests and yeah. Joe's got you know vacation. <laughs> vacation. Got, oh, yeah, he's got to right. go. You know, hang out. Well, but the uh, ECC, just, we said was Waterford's the top seed, right? And Saint. The ECC is completely. I mean, look, that was once Dev went down. I hate to say this. Yeah, I know that uh, the, you know they had a nice big win. Uh, you know, Against Ledger, and yeah, kid went Luke Leonard a thousand points. Yeah, so they have him. And I, he's, I think that it's it's Waterford's to lose, and then I think they'll be at the Mohegan. Questions: I'm not sure who will be. You know, maybe it'll be East Lime. Maybe they will. But it would be great if it, it was too bad. East. I think they did this thinking. I think they did this thinking. Dev yep. versus Waterford. Yep. And JJ Brennan. Agreed. And it's too bad. It's a it's a shame we've talked about it, but um, but at least they get the exposure of ECC. I think they're going to lose some people now, not going to the game because they figure Warford's going to win. Mm-hmm. But um, so uh, I think it's a good idea. It's a little too much for me. I I, I don't really like them. Everyone, anyone playing at Mohegan to, I would prefer I to. I would like to play this. I would love to play the state semifinals at Mohegan. That's what I would love to do. Right. But um, uh, overall, I think this East, this idea this for the ECC is a good one for them because now you're talking about you want to keep people from going places. You're like, look, you're right. going to be able to play Mohegan Sun just by getting the league championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's tremendous. I, mean, so I think that's what they got to do there. I mean, that's kind of like what I'm looking at at SEC, although Mohegan has got a little bit more leeway to yeah. kind of offer things up yeah. like, like Quinnipiac can't do. Yeah, tonight, the SWC will be decided. Macklin's the one. Stratford, Bunnell, 2-3. I think no matter, I don't think they could fall any lower than three if they lose tonight. I think that could be a good semifinal, wherever, whatever day that is, I think Tuesday of next week. So, But Macklin's the fave, and – can I just say something quick? Yeah. Every sure, league, Sean. Say whatever you like. I know this is. I know this is a Joe Morelli podcast. Sorry, I keep interrupting, but and I got, but I got opinions, man. Um, we don't want to be on for an hour today. No, so. I know, no, I know, no. Here, here's what I'm. I don't like this. This play the 
quarterfinals at Friday night. No, I'm not. I don't like that. The coaches voted for it. I'm not a fan of it because you can't see them all in one place. I don't like it. Yeah, you want an event for the – that's the thing. What's the best thing for the sport? Playing four different quarterfinals – Yep. At different sites at the same time. Yep. That's not that's not promoting I mean, that's how a league. Does it. That's how I mean. That's another tournament. But uh, I know that there's considerations like well, we don't want to be because if the F- SWC ever matched, if it was ever head to head with the FCX as far as coverage and media stuff, S- FCX won- wins every time. So twice on Sunday. Yeah, I mean they win every time. So I know this SWC wanted to get kind of free themselves from competing for media love or, you know, coverage with the FCX. That's why they kind of switched up their tournaments a little bit. They right. still play their final at the same time, which... Yeah. But FCA, I don't... And FCX all at what? What does it start at? Ward, I think? Yeah, they Wilton. play at Ward and, and they go, they go to Wilton. Wilton. I like it all at one spot, but whatever. As long as everything is yep. at one spot, I don't like the two different semifinals that, like the SWC girls did. Not, I don't like that. You want to... This is your league showcase. This is where everyone goes. Everyone gets to say each other at the same. I like that the best. I don't I like this how SEC stuff. does that. I anyway. enjoyed it for seventeen years, and we talked about the SEC. We talked FCAC, Trumbull, Danbury, Wilton. But that's that's that's, that's surprising. Favorite. I didn't who didn't Danbury and Danbury got well, Danbury beat. and Trumbull. We we, we but, thought that game would be important, and it was. We thought they were the two preseason. Well, who beat favorites. Danbury? Oh, Greenwich. Yeah, fifty-eight to forty. That was shocking. Danbury's been kind of the mystery team. Trumbull had Chris Brown out for a couple of those losses. Mm-hmm. And one was to Wilton. And Wilton's had a very good year, obviously. Um, excuse me. But um, uh, how about Berkshire, CCC? Well, CCC, it's East Catholic will be the one, I'm sure. And Windsor too. Can Windsor beat them? Can anybody beat them? And they've taken out all comers and beaten them handily. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see who's going to be in the final. Excuse me. I'd be surprised if it wasn't Windsor. Didn't Windsor beat them last year? In the oh, in the, in the, in the state in the, championship, yeah, 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 yeah. but okay. not in the CCC final. Um, right, that was East actually a, beat them three times. It was a good final. Yeah, that was a great final. Yeah, right? it was. Um, Berkshire League is where Muggles to lose. It's all going to be go through. Well, the Muggles Berkshire World. League, they don't. They are like, they don't care about and the triple C same thing. Any classicals in that? They don't classical. care about the tournament. They care about the regulars. They're like old school. Like when Mogul won their first Berkshire title, it was in forty six years. years. Yep. And it's like and they've the, had a great year, and they are that, that is it. They're cutting like even like Houstonic Valley girls, they're cutting nets down after winning the regular season. It's like the Premier League. But there. I think they're interested to see how they're going to do Division Three. I'm interested. Right. This is you know to them the Berkshire. This is an afterthought. This this tournament. They don't care. States. But no, as far as their league tournament goes, it's oh, just yeah, the thing yeah, to do yeah, because yeah. everyone's doing it. Right. That's right. the way they look at it. And, right. Um, uh, what else, what else we got? How about Shoreline? What we got? Show me. Obviously, uh, well, I think We talked about it briefly. I mean, Cromwell's going to be your one. Old Lime's going to be your two. And uh, be, I think. I mean, Valley's probably the only other team. That was that a great a game chan- last night. Yeah, it was, and I wanted to go. Unfortunately, I could not make it. But uh, almost a sellout, almost a sellout crowd, and uh, and Old Lime came fought back, and they've had a good year. I mean, they played Glastonbury. They played some good teams. Old Lime's tough. I mean, they're in Division Five. That's a that's a good team in Division Five to look out for. Cromwell Old Lime at Polson Middle School. Right. They're not playing at Wilbur Cross anymore. 1st. They are not playing because... Uh, Hyde's gone. <clears throat> well, Creed, Hyde, yeah. They're or no whatever. Longer, they're no longer, unfortunately, uh, they closed the school. So I think that's, you know, you, the Shoreline tournament, I always thought should be played out in the Shoreline. And the problem, that, that the reason they didn't do it was because in the times that they had, the two the last two times they did, at Saybrook and at Clinton, people did not get in. Right. And because there is they, no gym because in this. they did not get in that because there was too lo- many people, and, and including media people, were not. I did not get yeah. in the last time. 
And we, 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 you weren't one of them, right? No, I was not one of them. Right. I, I would have gotten in I, somehow. I knew enough people <laughs> inside. I, but regardless, what, I almost got shut out of Old Saybrook in 2010. And I was banging on the door. It's not, <laughs> I was in a cop. I looked, gave me a stern look because I was acting like an idiot. But that's yeah. You don't want to upset the fire marshal. But but a superintendent or a principal did not get into that game, and that's why they went to New Haven. And oh, nobody, nobody would go, I remember that. And now. nobody would go to New Haven because it's New Haven. Nobody wanted to go. There's nothing. In, that's a fine place. I mean, it's right off the highway. It's not like a big deal, but it, it's still a drive. Yeah. So you're going from the shoreline. You're going to play in New Haven. That's so I'm interested to see how, what kind of crowd they get at Polson. But anyway, we got mailback questions this oh. week. Let's go. Oh, I forgot to ask you for your NBL championship. Oh. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Right. They've won what? Tonight will be 102 straight wins for Sacred Heart. Yep. Is there anything else really to talk about? Can somebody can somebody step up and beat this team? How about that? Yeah. I challenge someone to somebody step up Ooh, and beat this team. Look at this challenge. All right, you heard it. The gauntlet has been thrown by Joe Morelli. Big deal. I mean, in the NBA. Wow. Crosby, Holy Cross, whoever you can all get to. You might be talked about. Beat Sacred Heart. Yeah, seriously. So. They all roll their eyes at you. I'm like, well, I mean. Yeah, well, that. yeah, I know. Well, we hey. do have letters. We do have letters. Yes. We Joseph. Have. Yes. Um, well, we already talked about this a little bit, but uh, you know, we'll put you on the spot a little bit more. Which sure. teams in the SEC are a real threat to Notre Dame, and can any of the SEC teams have success in the states? Yes. I think Amity and Cheshire, I mean, we've seen Amity had success. I think Cheshire can have success. I think anybody in Division One is going to have a tough time to cross Hill House. Can they win the SECs? Yes. Can they win the S- Division One? No. So, I mean, I think, any, I think West Haven could be successful in three. They've had a good year. I think they can make a run. I think they can give Notre Dame a tough time. Those would be the teams, I would say. Um, I think it's going to be tougher, Amity or Cheshire, to beat Notre Dame. But Cheshire's got the big guy, Godfrey, so you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be, I think Notre Dame's the favorite. I think a loss will help them. They would have not played well near the end of the year. But if you want, I mean, can obviously Cross can because they did. And anyone has been able to figure it out. So those would be the teams, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about, I mean, you wrote about Amy this week. Yes. Think that they could. Uh... I I know that you're on my monitor, Sean. I know you want me to talk about it. But oh, no, I think. Monitor. Listen, I I think the fact that they beat Cross swept Wilbur Cross says something. I think they've done a nice program. And the thing about Jeff Daniels has been there a long time, and he did a nice job last year. But without Tyler Thomas this year, they have a balanced group with James Van Heys and his. And the younger brother Tanner Thomas, mm-hmm. they've done a nice job, and they've yeah. kind of gotten overlooked by the voters. And Absolutely, they have. that's okay. But I mean, they beat Wilbur Cross, who hadn't weren't getting any votes at the time, and I think the SEC was down, and and people can vote for them if they want, but obviously nobody else did either, not just me. So, um, can anybody win the state SEC championship? I think yes, as a two CDS, yes, but I, don't I see would it. be that would be a stunning upset if they did. Sorry. I feel like it's going to be cross Notre Dame. Yeah, just me. Yeah, and that'll be interesting. So, um, next question. All right, uh, second question: If you could make one change to the current division, now we're talking about states now, current divisional format, what would it be? One change. Don't play on Sunday. <laughs> I hate. Sun- I hate playing on Sunday. I, I missed a Friday Saturday. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, I. I I would allow for appeals. I said mm. that I would allow. But that's kind of like an overall thing, though. Well, 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 
I don't have a. Pro- I like the way the format is. You and I disagree on that. That's fine. Yeah. But I, I like the way it's going, and it's not going to take the ultimate step of having the pro kills in their own division. So they're going to continue to tweak this. And my, I've said this before, but if you ask me my opinion, I think you should allow for if you don't like your placement and if it's wrong, you should be allowed to appeal. It basically, here's my here's what I would I would change like. If the you, if you, yeah, it, yeah. I would change things to be. You would place a division based on what league you're in, what schedule you and play. Then, and I think people have a problem with that. Too much, too many powerpoints to the power conferences, yeah. and that's part of the issue. In addition to, you know, like I would allow for a fifth division if they actually just, you know, this maybe the fifth division is the CTC, whatever, or and and the CRAL. That's the their ter- state tournament. And then you have like the you know we've gone over this. Yes. So anyway, I don't. That, know I mean, there's not much you could change. I mean, because you, 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 you can nitpick about this team and this team. That's you don't want the overall tournament. So appeals don't play on Sunday. This neither this, one neither one's going to change. But this division one tournament will be interesting because now it's gear two. Last year was great. Can't keep that up. That'll be interesting. Yeah, there were a lot of great games last year. Oh, be hard. It's going to be hard to match that. Uh, I guess you know, another thing I would change is I would make the I would try and somehow get the final four of the divi- at least the division one tournament at Mohican Sun early in the week. That'd be awesome. Or, or, or final or, four now with the final or, four is a big deal. No, or having all the champions, maybe the top four, not the division five, but division top four face each other in a round robin. Yeah, a little round robin the next that, time. That's not going to happen. Either. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So. Um, you don't like to do this, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Give us your way too early champ in each division. Nope. <laughs> oh, really never does that. All right. I don't do it until I see the brackets. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, this is going to be the last one. I'll give one. you all the one seats. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so that goes out. There it goes. Another question out the window. Here's a question, and we're not going to. This is yeah. This is really interesting. Yep. I love this question, and we're not going to answer it now. We're going to kind of throw it out there. That's kind of like, here it is. Other people. We want other people. I heard this ahead of time. We want other people. Here it is. No, we only hearing an answer. No, but you want other, we want other people in the next week's mailbag yeah. to answer this question. We're going to put it out there. So here it is. All right. If you had an 18 bracket, so we're talking about quarterfinals, semi, championship, 18 bracket, your selection committee, 18 bracket, and pick, pick the best in this question, best boys basketball teams of the past 15 years. Okay. Who gets in and who wins? I want to do my research as well. Yeah, I pick my. This answer. is really this is for this little homework assignment for everybody. And I'm gonna. Pick, I would, I'm gonna, I am gonna try to pick the bracket too. Do you want to do 15? What do you? Uh, he no, says I'm 15. gonna. I, I tell you what, guys, I'm only doing. I'm gonna do it since I started 2002, 2003. Okay. Because to me, and I'm sorry if if you don't want to, that's fine. But I'm going to 17 years, and the reason why is still my best state finals that I've ever seen. In one year was my first year, 2003. The reason I say that, Bridgeport Central beats Northern oh, West Haven yeah. at I the buzzer. That, I was at that game. Okay. Northwest Catholic Chris Bruff beats Weber Cross at the buzzer. And Jimmy Rounds got a technical foul. You're still <laughs> mad about that, getting teed <laughs> up in that game. Trinity Catholic was down in the game to Colby Cathedral. Colby Cathedral had him down. And Trinity Catholic, that was the great Trinity Catholic team that finished one on the pole that year in Class M. And Hyde in a great game beat Immaculate. I remember like it was yesterday. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I'm going to just do 13 years of the 17 years that I've been doing this. So I, I will try because there were some 17 really good years. Te- I'm going to do Should we just go in even 20? And the reason I want to is because there was one of the teams that's going to be in there. I'm telling you now, the Crosby team of 
Well, actually, no. There's a Crosby team that I'm considering. I'm thinking about the top of my head. All right, house. well, let's not give it so, away. Anyway, how, about we, how about we say, how, all right, how about we say. We can say 15 years. I, I, I'll have a 17, 15. How about, how about we say. The beginning of 2000, that's the fine. The beginning of 2000. Yeah, that's that fine. Us a, that's fine. Whoa, 21st century boys basketball That's teams. fine. That's fine. How's I that? I mean, I'm not familiar with all, right. all of them, but I'll to do a little bit of research on that, right. too. So that's all fun. Right. All right, so we're going to have a little fun this week. We're going to try to get a little interaction here and. Uh, yeah, so you'll be at the SEC uh, tournament on. I will be there Saturday. Yes. Uh, Make sure you uh, you get Joe a hot dog and you know no, talk talk no, a little hoops no. with him. I'll, he'll be he'll be I'll hanging be in. He'll uh, be hanging behind the benches at the Brantford yeah, High School. Yeah, I'll be uh, holding court, as we would say. Yeah, it's it's the Saturday is always a great day, and um, there's a lot of work. It's a lot, it's very busy, but I enjoy the atmosphere, and it's and a lot of times there's great games, and it should be. I'm looking forward to seeing who the Notre Dame is going to play, Hill House or West Haven, because you know that they're going to, it's going to be – that's their season for those two teams. Let's go beat Notre Dame. Yeah. So. Um, all right, we have a lot of goodies. I mean, obviously, you can go to GameTimeCT.com and see all the brackets. You know, right. we're, we're yes. going to start, we're going to start throwing up um, uh, all – actually, polls on each of the brackets. We didn't do it for the girls – uh, because I completely forgot about it. We're going to have polls up there so you can uh, pick, you know, see where everyone stands about who's going to win these tournaments. Um, and then, uh, obviously, our big question. Uh, if you could have an A-team bracket from any team, a boys basketball team, from the year 2000. Yep. In the year 2000. It's basically almost 20 seasons. Yeah, uh, up until now. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if you want to do not. So 18, the yeah, last 18 years. Last 18, uh, last 18 championships. What? Uh, what's your final uh what's your quarterfinals and then how would you advance it who's the best team yep. who would win the championship game um all right so we got a law we got a we're we're here man i can't i can't wait conference tournament yes, season be before you know it so and then then we'll when are the when the brackets out when are the state brackets out next week right next, next thursday next wednesday next wednesday so, so we'll, we'll, be probably, we'll probably be taping the day before so we can get into that a little bit, but we'll be right in the midst of the uh, league tournaments. So, yeah. uh, so we'll, we'll, have a, we'll, maybe we'll even bring back a guest. We'll see. All right. Sounds good. I'm excited. So for Joseph Morelli, I am Sean Patrick Bowley. I didn't introduce myself the first time, but now we're out of here. Thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, have a great week. Bye.